I swear, if I if I wouldn't get flagged, I would have had rawhide ready right here. I would have got like, but I probably get flagged. But er, listen, everybody, shot. First of all, shout out to everybody who's been tapping in. We are back. It took a minute. I was in the studio again. When I come back, when I take my little leaves, I have to come back with a banger. And I was been wanting to do this for a minute. And the way the forces work, the the, the forces that be is the way the forces that be. But it was meant to be today, and I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Stu, my man, Stu, Spirit World's finest. You, some people know him from Folsom. We're going to get into that a little bit. But one of my favorite new bands, Spirit World in Nevada, right? Las yeah, Vegas. Las Vegas, baby. Straight up Las Vegas, representing Las Vegas and representing. We're going to get into the whole. I'm going to give them the, the OG, the Stetson OG label right off the grip and the whole metal crossover, thrash, metal, go, whatever you want to put it. I, we're going to talk about that, too. But, Stu, on the real, I'm glad to get you on. I've been following you guys. from. First of all, let me just we talked about it, but I let everybody who's listening who might not know of you guys kind of go. So during the three year hiatus the world had. You know, obviously, every I start. I'm everybody's watching a lot of new music, and I'm start. I'm starting to watch a lot of cool new bands come out, and I'm I'm seeing that all on the thrash side, on the metal side of everything. Obviously, you know, even the hardcore punk side of stuff. There was a lot of new flavor coming out, but I was seeing the whole thrash crossover, a death metal kind of every hybrid of that. Just a whole bunch of new bands coming out. That I don't know for some reason got my attention more than ever. And then I started seeing you guys and then I'm watching you guys. I'm seeing it pop up and I'm like, yo, this shit is dope. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I, I was glad to hear, uh, uh, it's, it still sounded up to date, but classic, you know what I mean? It had a, a thrash feel, but it still also had a death metal feel it had, you know, it had like, you know, it had a, a, a lot of the elements, but it had, you know, there was a rawness to it. Again, this is before knowing who was who in the band, whenever I'm following it, and then as I'm following, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of fucked, you know, following the band. Fast forward, we get to play with you guys. I'm, I see it on the bill. Like, oh, shit, dope. Yo, get to see you guys. We start talking. Then I realize who you are, you know, from Folsom doing shows in the fucking backyard in the in the garage. What was it in the in the in a junkyard, man? The junkyard, you know, we were talking yeah. about all those stories. Like, we'll get into that, but like Finding out the roots of who you were made it even better for me. But the band is great, you know, and I think it was a perfect time for a band like you guys. Right. So, so yeah, I just want to give you a shout out with that. But for everybody out there, let everybody. This is this is uh, my brother, Stu, my new bro, um, a road bro. And um, you, you might know him from Folsom. Let everybody know that the origins of you at Nevada, because Nevada is is uh has a lot of history and heavy music, but also it's very limited. You know, you have your, you know, uh, your handful of bands that worldwide got, you know, that put Nevada on the map as far as the underground, underground. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. You find the shit in the desert. I know how, but to let the people know. Uh, yeah, you know, I was, I was one of those lucky kids who I had older brothers that just showed me the light, you know? So I was, I was, a benefactor of like i got to just come home from school and every day in the in the car my older brother would pick me up and it's like misfits social distortion seven seconds and at the time i didn't know you know i just liked it because it was cool you know yeah. but then through them you know they were going to all the like bad religion green day shows at like the old huntridge theater but they were also metalheads seeing like danzig and pantera white zombie all that like 90s shit machine head biohazard mm -hmm. so by the time i kind of was cutting my teeth down here i was already like a punk kid and doing diy shows and i actually moved to um i was living in idaho for like the end of junior high into high school 
And yeah. so when I was up there, I went from like our circle of friends was a bunch of like skater kids and kind of just kind of like scumbag, like trashy kids, you know? And yeah. um, when I got to Idaho, there was none of that. And so then the only like kids, it took a long time. It, I thought it was small, like the punk scene when I was in Vegas. And then I went to Pocatello, Idaho, and it was literally like, there's 12 of us, you know what I mean? In the yeah. entire, in the entire city. So that was where like, um, I started booking shows and doing stuff when I was living in Idaho. And then I came back when I got out of high school, came back to Vegas. But the, I've always been a part of like a really small scene where the only reason bands come is because people are so passionate about the bands that they're like punishing the motherfuckers like yo i see you're going on tour you got an off day i see you going to southern california what yeah, are you doing the day before like come to las vegas and then i started throwing shows at the hammer house it was on hammer lane but it was basically a shack so i started booking every hardcore band i loved because um vegas is really difficult with all ages shows right so you have the casinos, they can have venues and they can do them all ages and you can have a bar in there and everything's hunky-dory, but they have this bullshit. Um, it's called a like a teen dance permit and that's the loophole that they've shut down every venue outside of the strip and the casino property. So anybody that does shows, it ends up being illegal. And as soon as you start packing it out where you get you know a good thriving scene, two, 300 kids rolling out, then all the DIY spots that aren't corporate owned would get shuttered. And so to combat that, like there was always like where there's a will, there's a way. So there was kids like getting generators. So I remember like strike anywhere coming to town and like from uh, Richmond and like the venue closed down and somebody just went and got a generator at home Depot. And there was a slab of concrete on the East side of town. And it's like, 50 kids spread the word, call each other. And then next thing you know, you got a punk show right in the yeah. middle of the desert because there's a old concrete slab out there, you know? So yeah. I kind of ran, I kind of ran with that and I had access. We were all kind of squatting, living in a junkyard that my old man owned. And so Folsom was practicing at the time. And I think over my dead body and count me out or somebody was um, needed a show. And I was like, well, we're building a, like a little practice spot. And then I started doing shows and didn't stop doing it for like fucking eight years or something crazy. Had like every band I love that couldn't get a good show, you know, Integrity, Ringworm. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. The list goes on like everybody from that era, you know. I remember so, yeah. we talked about it. It was, it was pretty bugged out because I had heard about the spot through um Ragman, you told me when you they came through and yeah. and just like that and they being and it's also because of a Folsom. But you know what bugged me out was I always thought Folsom was that you guys were from Northern California from Folsom. Yeah, a lot of people thought that, and it was it and a lot of relationships out. to California. You know what I mean? I know there's a lot of homeboys, you know, a lot or whatever, and being close. So I always I was like, oh, that's some that's the mix from there. You know, the whole crew from up there. You know, which is. So, but yeah. how the hell are you, how Folsom, why Folsom? That, you know, that was kind of a joke. Like I've always been into the country stuff. So it started out, the name of the band was going to be Far From Folsom, like the Johnny Cash song. Uh, which, uh, and we dropped it and it, I don't remember how or why, but basically we we're ripping off a country song, but then you're playing hardcore and then people are like, oh, it's like Rikers or whatever that yeah, I, and I'm like, yeah. I took it as because in, in you know American me, you know, the, the West Coast jails is Folsom. So I was like, oh, they're yeah. from California, Northern Cal. This is in my head. I go, oh, Folsom, you know, like they must be from this. So also even better. So and again, um, I know already because we talked about it because, again, that bugged me out about spirit world with, you know, the whole just the whole style and everything. But like. Your, you know, your upbringing being country, like, again, that ain't a, a, a typical thing for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot yeah. of people that listen to this crazy music of ours usually come from, you know, uh, you know, the, the more not that country is urban in a way. You know, people I, I know where, you know, it's street, great music. But you know what I mean? It's not like 
uh, re- regular 101 radio, pop radio music, which a lot of people that come into heavy music come from, you know, you know, and and country is something that a lot of kids that I, I don't look at. It seemed to be in style when Johnny Cash popped up a couple of years ago back. Everybody all of a sudden, like they said, oh, I'm into country because of Johnny Cash. Yeah. A lot of these people weren't really into country. You know what I mean? It's- it's like everything, man. Like I grew up in a household where, like, I know you. You know, me. my cousins rodeoed and shit. So, like, oh, yeah, I had a really different upbringing where it's like we had a half pipe in the backyard, so we had like a bunch of skate punk kids hanging out. But then we also, you know, were a bunch of hicks. So it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. it, you know, it's strange when you get older. You realize how unique it is. But when you're little, like, I never gave a fuck. It's like we go to rodeos, and when I like when I moved to Idaho. Me and my twin brother, we like that's all we did all summer was junior rodeos, yeah. riding bareback and riding steers and shit. And then you kind of rode. Yeah. I mean oh. to an extent, once like once I started like riding yearling bulls where you're getting on an animal that's pretty fucking big, I like I didn't hit um like my growth spurt until like midway through high school, right? So I was like a hundred, hundred ten pounds trying to like keep up with these big animals. So at that point, that's yeah. where I was like, this ain't for me, dude. Cause you, you get hurt. Like it's not like playing basketball where, you know, you may get smoked, but like you get slammed on your head a couple times. You, yeah, you really a make a quick decision. Like, are you, are you going to do this for the long haul or, or not? You know what I mean? And 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 that's perfect. That makes sense. Why would you, you would want to be a singer of a band, you know, of, of this type of music? It makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> Let yeah, me jump when I talk to people, they put the dots together. And I realize this project, like, people come to it from, like, metal or hardcore or whatever they find it. And they think it's a little weirder than, I mean, I guess it's weird to them. But to me, like, yeah. I don't think it's weird, you know. It's all yeah. the shit I like. Just kind right. of boiled yeah, down yeah, into- yeah. And, and it is and it isn't because again, you know what it is? I, I you know, to me, why I, it was it was refreshing, but why I did it seem super crazy? Why I liked it to me, it was the 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 like western version of when we had COC. You guys don't sound the same, but when COC did the southern rock style. Yeah. It was, oh, these are punk guys doing metal, but doing, uh, you know, uh, something like a little different like that. So to me, when I saw that, I was like, no, I I get it. But, man, I haven't seen that in a while. And I was like, I was glad that the band was dope because if the band sucked. I'll be like, oh, now they now they're going to get, you know, be some like, oh, these guys. And who are they? If if you weren't guys from bands already, you know how that is. Like, you know, if and find out who you guys were and, and then. You know, the story's mad cool on the band. You know, I know it already, but that's why also I wanted to get you on because a lot of my homeboys, after, I, you know, we played together and I posted stuff, a lot of my my boys were into, into the band. They're like, yo, great band, great band. I'm like, you know, it's pretty, and they're like, pretty bugged out how, you know, the concept and the whole thing came about. Like, and uh, so again, like the name, you know, I know why the name came out, but let people know how did that pop up? And then it'll go into the whole aesthetics of the band because we got to get into this whole Stetson thing. I want. Yeah. 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 It's the spirit world. Like I, we used to be on tour and like, I remember us and fight like hell and pale horse were doing a run. And it was just like one of them dumb tour jokes where I don't know if we watched young guns or if we were just saying it, but everybody's running around being like, we're in the spirit world, asshole. You can't see us. And it just <laughs> went on and on and on. And so when I started this project, I just had that tucked away. Like, I'm going to do this kind of Western metal, yeah. hardcore thrash band. And I'm going to rip off Young Guns and do spirit world. You know, it's kind of, it's just perfect, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the, and the song. So like you had these songs, you you were ready to, to, to pop off or it was the whole COVID thing that made you say, okay, you know, let me do something. Oh, was that in the plan? Because it lit my fire on new music, you know, but was it in the works? It looking back, it took a long time because then like 2015, 2016 or something is when I really started this. And we put out a demo of um more like cowpunk songs. And we played a couple shows. Like I never heard yo, you put me on to something, dude. I never heard that fucking term. Cowpunk. Oh, really? 
Yeah, like the like them old bands from LA, the first wave of punks, like X and them when they kind of started crossing over. Dwight Yoakam, yeah. more on yeah, the yeah, green yeah, side. Yeah, but... yeah, it makes total sense. Great name, like I, that's what yeah. I never heard. Wow. Yeah, so I wanted to do like I want to get back to that stuff, but like we wrote a demo, put it out, we played a show with Power Trip. That was like our first show because um I think Riley or Hood or somebody hit me up and they were coming to town, so I was like, perfect, we'll we'll play that one. But then um, right after that, that's when I decided to get sober. And I was just like, pump the brakes, Playboy. Like, I'm not going to do a band and be, at least for me, like my entire youth was in that culture of like a bunch of rowdy dudes hanging out, going to shows and, you know, the nightlife. So I kind of, um, it took me a while once I got sober to, uh, I kind of just stopped doing all the social stuff, you know, like when you realize that everything you do, you're the person that's like sneaking over to the bar. It's like, am I actually doing these social things? Cause I like my, cause I like bowling and kicking it and I'm here to see this band. Or am I just like actually a bit of a scumbag? Yeah. Cause there's a bar here. So I yeah. kind of like, I pumped the brakes and then somewhere during that was when I was writing all the stuff and I'm like, I want to write some heavy shit. Cause like, you know how it is, man. It's like you grab a guitar. Like I heard your new band. Like I hear that, and I just hear Hoya doing. Like I hear the Madball groove. You know, you can't escape it. So like the Folsom stuff. It's like I'm playing a guitar. I'm writing heavier stuff, and I wanted to push it because I, like my first love of heavy music was like it wasn't hardcore. It was more of the um, Sepultura, Slayer, that kind of stuff. And then I got really into hardcore. Like around the same time but it was later and so i kind of i wanted to explore writing some really like death metally thrashy just the kind of shit i first when i first like fell in love with heavy music i wanted to try and do something like that and then next thing you know it's like the pandemic hits and i'm sitting on this record and i'm like well fuck it i'll just put it out you know whatever it's not like i care about touring or anything yeah yeah and then it just pops like you know, you know how it is like you, sometimes a band hits at the right yeah. time and maybe uh, like apocalyptic Western band, people hearing it during the pandemic like you, like time people, got in, people got into it, you know, like maybe it's meant to be. I don't know. Yeah. Look, at, obviously timing helps, but obviously the band, a thousand a billion bands came out. Also, it didn't mean you were going to also pop. You had to be good, bring something to it. And I think the yeah. band did come out and that are from. If it's a scowl or whoever from you guys, I think everybody who has come out has brought something to the table in their genre. So fair game. But a lot. So I don't just use some. I've heard some people talking, older guys being like, yeah, you know, a lot of these bands popped off because of this. Well, yeah, it may be brought attention. But if your band sucks, your band sucks. It doesn't matter. That just means more people are going to see it quicker. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know how that and goes. I, I love all these new bands, man. Yeah. I like I came from a time and hardcore where it was hard man like i was embarrassed putting on shows you know what i mean because like i'd book a band that i like my crew of dudes loved and when you got 30 kids come out and you're like dude this is the best fucking band like i remember turmoil playing here at a record store (laughs) and at the time like that process of record i'm like this is the shit and i'm looking around and i'm like really We can't get fucking more than 30 goddamn kids at this gig, you know? So, like, all these bands popping right now, like, our DIY shows are so fucking good. Like, like I'm just happy for the kids because they they don't understand how special, like, it's what you said is exactly, yeah, and exactly what you said. I, I literally was talking about that not too long ago. Long ago, it was the same thing. It's crazy how it, you know. It's a lot to this stuff, you know what I mean? And it's like, and, and it's also bugged out. Like, again, um, you know, to, to get, you know, uh, uh, in motion, you find out, how, you know, how many steps people take. I like bringing up the steps people take and where they end up because, you know, people think sometimes just because you see them out of the nowhere, they, you, you, you assume they came out of nowhere. When it's like, nah, yeah. you, they may be out of, out of sight. You know what I mean? And then you find out, wow, a lot of these guys been around. Like, again, you guys at a demo. It's, you know, I like when people break down stuff like that because it's never a straight line path when you when you pop a band off. I don't care who it is. Like, there's always a, a growth somewhere because 
you know, unless you were the, you know, the Partridge family where you were born together, like, uh, and you're still going to grow. Everybody grows and, and the music is going to grow one way or another. You know what I mean? So it's like, and yeah, it's sure, now how a lot of, I came up the same way like you, uh, thrash metal, all that kind of stuff, even though I'm a little, I'm older than you, but the same thing. And then right away at a young age, also hard, real hardcore stuff, blah, blah, blah. Now in my lady, I always had that thrash bug in me, but I always used to say, I, you know, they got, you know, I, I wasn't too much with the whole when, you know, like Slayer was my favorite band, but it bothered me like in the early records when they had the makeup. I was like, why? You know, even though they were trying yeah, to be yeah. like evil, I was already like, I saw like agnostic front of a picture of them and I go, those guys are like scumbags, but they're scary, but they look like normal, like normal, like crazy yeah, yeah. people. And I kind of found that more realistic, scary and interesting, you know, but I love yeah. Slayer. You know, that was my shit. But I was like, okay. So I was like, but I was always, I love the the crossover stuff. So it's funny how we go back to it later on. We kind of get a bug for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I realized I go in a circle with the stuff I like, you know, I like when I get into stuff, I burn it out and then yeah. I'm sick of it. And then there's certain things I always go back to. It's just, it's crazy. And like, you know, the thing about, how you present yourself with music that was such a like mind-blowing thing i remember i booked a show for um dropkick murphy's and it was right when al bar started touring with them it, maybe the first tour i don't remember but just like those guys and like that whole package where i hadn't been exposed to a lot of like the i don't know just like the street punk like oi yeah. scene because they just bands didn't there wasn't anyone around until yeah. after they blew up but it was the same thing with hardcore, like seeing dudes wearing like cargo shorts, just like regular guys that look like my jock friends that I play ball with, you know, yeah. like as much as I like the theatrical side and like with spirit world, I definitely am on that tip, but yeah. there's the part of me that likes going to a show and you just see the, you know, the dudes oh, that go yeah. to shows next thing, you know, they're in the band. They just walk yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, like, yeah. That part of it is like, you know, it's tight. that's what I was saying. It's like, it's crazy. Cause like I'm at the point now, like I, you know, when you we when you're getting very gung ho, young, especially in the, when you enter the hardcore scene, you have to you automatically assume, okay, put your helmet on, you're going head first, you got to be, you know yeah. how that is, you you know, you kind of like it got to be this and nothing else. We all know it, and we tend to box ourselves in and what we should be liking, or we don't let it out in the open right away all the time. You know, you know, there was things that were, sir. I remember having a discussion about a double bass song on one part of a Mabel album, like fucking 15 years ago. Had, we had to have a meeting. Like, yo, you sure? People it was like, yo, it seems right. People are going to think we want to be Hebrew. Hey, you know, it was a whole kind of thing. But it was like, fuck it, do it. We do whatever the fuck we want. But it's crazy how that happens. But I find myself, I, I even. At the most, let's get raw. When I would play the fe the festivals in Europe, I always enjoyed that the, the show that the other the, you know I would go see Creator, I go see whoever's playing, and they putting on they got the best banners and lights, and and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, but I was I was the first one to talk shit on theatrics as a kid, but then yeah. I would love all the bands that yo Slayers, it's raining blood, yo that's hard. All right, yeah, but. In any other context, I would talk shit on it, you know? And then yeah. the old man got, I learned to appreciate it with the music, this, the place, the vibe. And that's what I like that you guys brought, you know? Yeah, and what I'm, I was, to say I'm was, the same way, man. Yeah, what I want to say was, again, about the band was, but you told me it came out of something you wrote. That's what I want to get into, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, um, the other piece of this was I was always writing stuff. Like I was on like the high school newspaper. I was always like really thought at some point I would write something, but then time's flying by. And I just like, if you don't hold yourself accountable, like to put stuff out, you know what I mean? If you don't put it out in the world, does at least in my opinion, you're not really all in. And so the other piece of this, when I decided to do a band and I really want, then I wrote a book of short stories that are all these horror Western things. So all the characters from those stories 
like are in the record. So these first three, like um, death metal, Western thrash crossover albums I'm doing on this deal with Century Media, it's all one big concept, all the same world, all the same characters with a big, it's on several different, you know, there's like audio books and shit now. Yeah, there's so. there's a lot of the pieces of the story so people have to like you can't just find it in the lyrics you know there's like a book yeah. and there's all kinds of shit but but yeah it's like i'm not afraid like i'm like you i'm getting older and i'm not afraid to be the weird art kid like yeah I don't yeah care. sure like I'll, I'll do whatever i'm into and part of that is like i have to challenge myself to do things that i'm a little nervous about and yeah. then i feel the most i think you get the most reward when you really yeah. try to you may not execute it all the way and in, like in my head i know there's stuff that like i want to do better moving forward but as far as like putting yourself out there you I pull think the trigger the, yeah pull the trigger do it and the worst that's going to happen is somebody who's not there yet who's not into it just like we were talking about that may not like theatrical shit. maybe they hate on you today but in 10 years you know might be that that motherfucker might see us at a festival and then get yeah. it and be like, that's my new shit. Yeah, and so, that was me. Like, again, for sure, I was a hit. And then, I, again, I was like a, a theatric lover later. And then nowadays, now, what, what the stuff I'm doing is like, I was like, I would be like, yeah, you know, if I came out, you know, with the news, I would, I definitely, I like when the lights are like this. And I'm like, okay, now you're, you're creating a mood. And I'm like, wow, that's why it's used when the band has a mood and you're trying to create a feeling in the room. Those things are tools that were you know now you, you you're stepping it up by not just getting the ears now you're, you're activating the eyes yeah. you know what i mean and like you know you and that's great when you could activate all the senses i think you have a better time with music you know music is great like you could see it listen to it you know it's more than just listening you feel it right it's a it's like yeah. a lot of angles to the shit and um and, and so you got these song all right so you you got it goes with the music. Do you have the song simultaneously with the day or you have the stories already done and you tell yourself, all right, I got these songs and I got this concept. Let me start connecting the dots or did it happen simultaneously? It It's all been kind of like um, working on them at the same time. But like wow. at one point I would finish Pagan Rhythm. So I had a bunch of those lyrics done. And then I got back to the book, finished it. Then it came out, then the second record. And I'm oh, doing a bunch of writing for, like, the next piece of the fiction stuff. So it really, one informs the other. Like, there's things that I've thought about while I'm writing a song where I'm, like, I've made up little stories that haven't happened in the in the books yet. But because it happened in the song, now I'm like, oh, shit, that's a good idea. So now I'll bring that back around. Crazy. Yeah. It's, and that's the stuff that, like, no one will actually understand any of that like for a long time until all of this material's out maybe it maybe ever i don't know but like yeah. that's the kind of stuff that i geek out about because i like i like digging into bands and projects and stuff and i dig when somebody does something that like i love a good song but then if there's like a whole thing underneath it and then several years later like maybe you find a piece of it you see them live and you're like oh shit, this is a whole yeah. Like whatever it is, like, stuff. yeah for sure yeah I, I dig when people can connect the dots like that in a way that's kind yeah, of no, and creative I, I thought it was really cool that's why i wanted to, to definitely t t touch on that because i was like well yo that's dope he wrote the story and he's like and and the aesthetics again it works when when i saw your banners the color schemes the style of the artwork I was like, yeah. yo, that shit looks dope. And it, again, it, it, it makes sense there. It didn't seem like something forced, you know, or nothing like that. I was like, yo, that I actually got pictures of it. And I was like, man, those color schemes are dope. Like that, you know, the yellow and the red. It just. It, yeah. Like that, dude, if people only knew how much time, like it took to figure that shit out, like oh, yeah. ridiculous, bro. Oh, like I, right now, like we're getting ready to do. Like I'm finishing up this new record, recording it right now. But then on the back of my mind, it's like, I got to do the videos. I got to get these fucking custom suits made. And like Matt's getting another guitar done with all this tool leather. So like all these little things that like part of me is just like, what am I doing? Why didn't I just start a band that I could fucking wear a pair of Dickies 
yeah, and my knuckle tourist shirt, and then you did I'm that fucking, already. That's why you did that already. Yeah. So now I'm like, as much fun as I'm having making the record, and like, there's that like pressure of we did so well the first time around with like that visual part. Yeah. That I gotta like. Yeah. I can't. You know, we can't just like phone it in. So it's like I gotta. I yeah, gotta you're beat in. that. I gotta beat Death Western. I gotta beat Pagan Rose. Yeah. I gotta fucking crush everything. Videos. And suits, I, but I think hats, all that shit. For some reason, I think um, you know, for you being that you write it and whatever, I think, you know, that's the it's perfect for a brain like that, that you can it works in a big circle, like everything working together. You know, you you know that you you bet you gotta be the the circus leader. As far as putting all these shit together, making it make sense, at least, you know, presentation wise, like, but it's dope because it does, you know, it goes with the story. You have a look also where you come from your background. That's why I wanted to tap in because we talked about where your parents, what you heard in your house, you know, you yeah, listen yeah. like to, to that style, country music and all that stuff. So it wasn't too far off to, you know, if I if I started rocking fucking Stetson. You know, a bunch of my homeboys and we're off of Corona Queens and for the low east side to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, it seems to be in style that everybody's really tapping into the whole Southern thing, I noticed. Yeah, that stuff is funny. Like, the it comes and goes, all those things. Like, hardcore is big right now, but, like, I'm super into, like, alternative country stuff. Like, I followed that scene as much as I have the punk scene through the years, and it's like, like bands are bigger than ever that have broken away from that Nashville kind of corporate shit that I never got too much into that stuff, you know, but like good country music is fucking popping right now. Like me and my girl, we're going out with some friends tonight to go see Coulter wall. This like, he's a young dude, Canadian, like, like total, like cowhand guy. That's just like bigger than fuck. He's playing the palms, like the big room where like, Bring me the horizon and hate breed and shit play Parkway Drive, like the yeah, big yeah. the big room. And this motherfucker plays with like he just plays trail songs. And I'm yeah. like, 10 years ago, he would have played to me and like 12 other people at a yeah, bar. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's I mean, wild. It's great. Yeah, it's great that if there's good stuff coming out, I'm always you know, but it's funny why I say it is, you know. Again, as far as in heavy music, I obviously for me personally, you're the guy, you know, you, you guys for me were the first guys I saw the whole thing. And I, now anybody who would do that to me, I'm like, they're trying to be you guys. That's just me because I don't yeah. know if anybody else did something like that. But I started noticing even obviously I know pop country like, you know, the whole jelly roll and all that was getting popular. I get all that. But now, you know, Beyonce's doing a country record now or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, want, sure. I want to just other country lovers out there. Like, you know, and, and Beyonce's dope for pop shit, but everybody now wants to wear, you know, Spurs, a Stetson, you know? Yeah. That, that's crazy how stuff works. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm always glad when stuff that I personally like gets yeah. a little popular because all it takes is a couple of bands to really break through. And then you get that, like, you know, you get that after push of all the bands kind of ripping them off, but out of a hundred shitty like bands that aren't doing anything but biting somebody else, there's always those one or two interesting bands that get it right. Yeah. So I've always that that's what I mean about hardcore right now and like death yeah. metal. I'm just like, it's popping. And there are some oh, yeah. badass fucking bands like there hasn't been in a long time. So I sure. I'm I've been around long enough to know, like, you better enjoy these shows and these bands right now because it could hit a dry spot in, you, you know, know 18 months. And then I'll be sitting here just wishing somebody would write a cool record, you know? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. And I agree. And I say it's great spot for music, for heavy music, the variety, what you could do, because we both know, you know, the scenarios 10, 15 years ago couldn't be the same on a lot of shit. But again, we're not living 15 years ago also. So I yeah. like that. I like, you know, hey, people just sometimes that the young bucks just got to kind of give some some of the older people some time. They're a little slower. You know, that's all it is. Not every not every dinosaur wants to stay in the in the dinosaur ages. You know what I mean? I, I like when I, not, I like I love what music is now because you could go again from the raw 
if it's the raw styles of thrash, the raw styles of punk, of hardcore, to the most extreme, there's a spot and it's bumping. Every time yeah. I'm seeing a tour, I'm seeing pack tours, you know, and every type of... I'm thinking, like, I never even heard of some of these bands and they're packed. It's just not scenes that I'm into, but, like, you know, they're in, under the heavy umbrella. And, wow, it's it's a great... To be a musician and see that, is, you know how that is. It feels good to be like, all right. You it know, does. People- and I think kids today are a lot more open-minded than for sure. Yeah. Like when all me and all my friends were early 20s, I mean, it was hardcore nothing. And it inside of that, it was like half the kids didn't like anything that came out of New York that was heavy with the groove because that shit was too whatever, too aggro. Yeah, they only like the fast bands, you know. They only like the fucking posi shit. So like, yeah, yeah. I go to shows here, and I'm just like, it's a wild, eclectic bunch of kids at the shows playing in the bands. Like, it's great, man. Yeah, yeah, and and now and and when you decided, because for anybody who has go first of all, anybody who hasn't gone seen them, go see them because not only the bands though, and you guys tight, but we're talking about the aesthetics. They got a whole. You got to go see them and just. I, you got to see it to understand it. But the first, you remember the first, sh- did, did it be cut? Was it an evolution of the whole, of, of the whole, um, 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 the whole, uh, uh that, the, the whole uniform, the suit, or was it like you did it one day when you said, okay, the band's going to play. This is how we're coming out the box. Every, you know, everybody we're rocking this look or was it a progression thing? That's what. Yeah. I had the idea, but, um, I did not take into account how long it would take to get custom like rhinestone <laughs> suits made. So we ended up, I forget what it was, but we like, um, what the fuck show was it? Decibel put us on. Um, we did like one of their decibel beer and metal fests with uh, like Converge was playing Jane Doe and a bunch of cool bands. And so I knew that was coming up, but then when I checked to see how to get these suits, I was just like, holy shit, these are expensive. And the turnaround time, because they're all handmade, is like, it ain't quick. So, yeah. like, I think we did we did that show, and then we did a run with Obituary where we did kind of dress up, but I think maybe only I had a suit, and then everybody yeah. else had, like, pearl snap, like, bright yellow, still, like, There's Western something. shirts and shit, but it wasn't quite dialed. And then yeah. it took me until, like, that summer – when we were doing a festival run, then we all finally had nice. suits coming in and yeah, but it's- no, we already had the idea of like, okay, no, even with the, 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 you know, obviously the more the band played, the more you were able to get the stuff, but you from jump, you already, the plan was we're going to come out with some type of look for this band. Right. Cause yeah. you know, it's funny. Cause um, I remember that's how Marauder was back in the day. They made it a point to come out in mechanic suits. Like they're like, nah, we're coming out of mechanic suits. Like, you know, like we want, cause they were like, we want a uniform. We want you know, everybody to be a certain aesthetic. And that was their thing early on. So yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. That's tight, man. Yeah. 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 That was a early on Marauder. If you looked, they were all in, and jumpsuits, I think it might have been, I don't know if Carnivore did it, but Marauder did it. Like, they were like, it was a thing. You know what That's I mean? Cool, Early man. on. Because they wanted to be, again, they went for it. Like, they want, you know, they were, wanted to be the more crossover band in the scene and, you know, going for it. You know, like, hey. Yeah. More the aesthetics. You know, not maybe not, no, we were at the banner level, but they were like, okay, they wanted the big drums. Right. You know, they wanted to make because, you know, metal, we had a, they had a show metal and they made sure they had the uniform, you know, the, the mechanic suits and those shit. So. so good, man. I fucking love Marauder. I forget yeah. like there was this old like it was like a um, I, maybe like a skate vid or like a rollerblading skate video. Some shit. I never had it. But a friend of mine had like it had a soundtrack that Century Media did. And so it must have been around the time Master Killer came out or some shit because. He just gave me this CD and it had like Stuck Mojo and Marauder and yeah. I don't know, a bunch of hard shit. And then I, I was so on the Marauder tip, man, for fucking yeah. still am, dude. Love those first couple records, like incredible. And 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 the records on Century Media, that's that's who you're putting on your records with? Yeah, I, I did the first record by myself, and then um they when we signed with them, they re-released it. So the 
they reissued the first record then we did death western and then i'm finishing up the the third lp now probably need another month or two but um it'll be maybe early next year i don't know it depends on like all the yeah trying to time it out and do it right that's the other thing with this is i don't have the benefit anymore of like not knowing what you should do or how you should do things so it's like I want to put this out. I want really great videos and shit. I want a great tour. You know what I mean? Like I got to plot out a whole fucking year around this shit and make it all right. And then do it around my day job and my life. So it's, you know, it's a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, No, no, definitely. And I, and, and you guys, and it is good that you're able to do it because I know you're busy and I seen you guys on like, which is great. And pretty bugged out was, um, a lot of different eclectic tours. I know you were on a bugged out one recently with uh, what was it? The stick to your guns. Was it that one? Yeah, we just did. It was uh stick to your guns. Comeback kid. Orthodox. It, yeah. You know, one thing that um, I've been trying really hard to do that is just play with different crowds. Like every once in a while you see a band that's like an underground band or whatever, but they're allowed to somehow play wherever yeah. they want. And yeah. I've always respected and like, like my old band couldn't do that. You know, like we were so pigeonholed in Vegas, like we couldn't play the big rooms because nobody wanted us. They didn't want kids going crazy, like mosh and heart. Like they hated all that shit. And we loved the fact that they hated us. So then when we did play, we egged it on. And like at the time, you're just living it. That's how you're living. So you get what you Oh my god! You know you reap what you sow. I know, I know. Oh, believe me, I did that shit for the the first twenty years of my life in this shit. Yeah, I ain't got to tell you. So with this band, like that's one thing I've said is like we're gonna play anytime, anywhere, and if we get looked at like we're crazy, that's okay. Just play tighter. Just hit the groove. And even the biggest fucking hater of my band, if they're standing in the room when we play live. There's a couple of them parts where the riffs go one yeah. right after each other and it hits the groove and it's just like it's yeah. undeniable, you know? And yeah, I know and that look, every show you'll catch somebody for sure. Yeah, and it's like I know that. So it's like I don't give a fuck. I'll play to the I don't know who stick to your guns draws. Like that was a weird crowd, like you know, the sure. kind of warp tour, straight edgy, whatever. I don't even know what those kids are. Like, I don't yes, see. Yeah, I know. Same thing. Believe me, even in the past, if I would have done it with, the, with my old bat, same thing, it would have been, again, like, oh, okay, how was this going to be like? You know, because it's yeah. definitely its own world, kind of, you know, and its own following. And, you yeah. know, there's two band and, and dope stuff. That, But, yeah, definitely it's crazy how the branches work on some of this stuff. Like It know. is. And, like, I don't, like, I don't judge, like, I'm thankful that we get to play and play in front of other crowds because I don't want to have like, I know what that feels like to be playing in a room and it's going to be the same kids and they're the only ones you're allowed to play to and you can't go up and you can't go sideways and you just like, sure, it'll work for a little while. But then after you've been to, you know, Memphis, Tennessee five times, like you're going to get kids to come out six, seven, eight trip, you know? So I'm always thankful that, to even get put in the position to play in front of somebody new and like try yeah, and win sure. some folks over. Like that's a yeah, big thing. Sure. I, I give it to you guys. Think, you know? I give it to you for that because you, I seen you guys in a lot of different stuff. And every time I, even when we, when I saw you guys last time and we were talking, you were like, yeah, we'll play with whoever just get us on. And we'll do this. Yeah. That's, and it's, you been know, hard it's-, to, it's been hard to like get people to understand that, that there is value in being the oddball band. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel as good. Trust me. Like I would rather we did a tour with creator and Sepultura and it's like every night you feel like a, you know, you're meant to, you're meant to be a guitar God. Cause you're like the whole place erupts and it's like, yeah, candy from a baby, but then you go do the stick to your guns tour and you play a couple stuck up, like hardcore yeah. crowds where nobody moves. Everybody just like, yeah. Yeah. Looking like he stepped oh. in dog shit on the way in. Oh, I know that look. Yeah. I had a lot of many a bunch of those looks. I had people looking at me that were like a third my age looking at me with that look like almost like, what are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> to me. exactly. And, you know, it takes a little confidence and a it's little just, it yeah. takes some, some maturity to get used to that. We're like playing live. 
you have yeah. to like love the songs and love the yeah. band you're on tour with and be able to play tight and have that be your your reward be like damn we smoked it and then in reality the goddamn crowd was just thank yeah. facing you but yeah no, exactly yeah but you know and, and you know what i hear it Every day from every time I'm, you know, I watch all these behind the music to this, to that, you know, some of the biggest bands on the planet, you hear about stories where they were going up and just getting booed, yeah, you know, like straight up booed. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. How the hell? Like, I don't care. I heard stories from Biggie Smalls getting booed. If it was Metallica getting booed, if it was whoever, like, like famous ass people at, still doing good, just in the, you know, at the moment, it wasn't what, and then look what they go on to be. It's like, hey, you know, you got to keep yeah. pounding away. There's people out there. The world is full of people. You know, there's, there's an abundance of uh, audience. You just got to be able to get in front of those people and find your audience. You know, that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, you got to find them. Yeah. And I, you know, I go to so many shows. Like, I love when I see a band that I've never heard of. Even if they don't fit into that bill, just if they're cool, like that's yeah. such a, I don't, I still dig that, man. Like I love running into something new. So to me, I always, in the back of my head, if it's a kind of a tough crowd, I'm always like, that's okay. Cause there's going to be yeah. a handful of these people here that were the best thing they've seen all night and they'll be back that, next time. You oh, know? that's, and that's for sure. And those are the people that are going to buy the shirt. Yeah. They're going to buy the inflatable um, um, cactus. That you guys are gonna put on, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're gonna, right, you're gonna get all the, the tumbleweeds with the the, the 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 stew tumbleweed kit where you, yeah. everybody is there on tumble. And one thing that's dope about you guys, I don't know if it's the same spot or what, but you know, you guys got all your production sounds really dope, and it's you, it's kind of got its own tones and sound to the whole thing, still sounds big and hangs with everything. Has a classic sound, but it's a, a unique spot. Is it a certain studio or is that? Yeah, dude, I got so lucky. My my homeboy Sam Pura, we did the last Folsom record with him in like 2008 or nine or something, and he's just one of them weird kids that get got into like he put it this way: he was recording bands in like a U-Haul like storage unit, yeah. you know, and then he ended up getting in with um like his own studio just like fuck it i'm gonna get a nice spot and he started doing records and he did a bunch of like big like pop punk bands that blew the fuck up so he just kept putting money back into his studio and when i did this project i one i'm glad you brought this up because like there's a million bands and i hate when like bands of a certain like time era if they're a heavy band everybody uses the same producer the same mixer and they reamp it through their amps and they sound good, but they sound the same. So yeah. I wanted to make sure, like, I don't want my shit to sound like power trip. I don't want it to yeah. sound like any of my friends bands. And part of that is like, I'm using a studio that like, isn't known for doing super heavy stuff, but Sam loves heavy music. We're super tight. So I'm able to like, I don't know. Yeah. We're just able to do our own thing. That's like also separates us because we don't sound like anybody else, you know, on the production that's, tip. Yeah, no, for sure. The production is great. I know that. And that's what I noticed about it. it gives, it's like it creates the vibe for your songs. You know, it really has yeah. its own. Like, I don't know if it's the, a room or a certain piece of equipment in there, but certain tones that you guys get that it just fits. That's why I know I noticed that specifically. And that's a thing that, you know, it's hard to be. You know, to you know, everybody has their sound, but it's hard to really keep creating that sound. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you know what's what's wild about that is I say I love making records, but anyone that knows me knows I'm full of shit. Like, I hate going on tour. I hate like I like writing songs, but I don't like making the records because I'm a psycho. Sam's a psycho. We spent three days up there just fucking picking out guitar heads and like which mic on which speaker okay we like this cab but it's got to be we do so much of that stuff that like when i was young i never had time to make a good record you know because you don't have any money and it's like you don't know what the fuck you're doing and so i learned from those mistakes where like because one of my close friends has a studio i'm able to pay him like get in there 
And both of us are like, we're going to make the baddest shit we can. And if we got to sit here for three days to just so we know that we got the right mic choice for these cabs and the guitars, you know, like everything in the signal chain, we're so anal about it. And this new record's even worse because like, I really liked, I like everything we do to a point. And then all I hear is the shit where I'm like, nah, that ain't it. You know, there's parts of these records. I'm like, that ain't it. I got to fix that. I can't live with this shit. Can't listen to it. You know? Yeah. And, and I don't care how many people like my shit. I, I've realized that I'm the only person that I care, you know? Yeah. Sounds no, I'm like, so sounds obvious. stupid or whatever. Like, but it's true. It's like, I make these records for me. And until I make one that I can't complain about, yeah, I won't be happy. But yeah. there's so many fucking different choices you can make. It's like at the time you make the best record you can, but like I'm really, really digging in on like the guitar tones this time and really being super intentional about capturing that shit on the way in and making. Dude, I spent so much time on the new record. Like we were fucking tracking a bunch of like, because I'm doing some like country songs on there too. Oh, no. I was sitting in there and, uh, you know, that band Tsunami, you know, those guys. Like they were in the other half of the studio working with this other dude, Charles. I don't, they were like making a seven inch or something. I don't know what they're doing, but like I'm in there like playing this telecaster, like doing these like twangy ass leads. And one of their dudes, we were talking in the hallway and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Is this the spirit world? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Cause I literally sat there for like six fucking hours playing the same, like two riffs, just like, Yep. You know, crazy Work. person shit. Yeah, I'm like, it has to be perfect. Nope, this ain't it. That ain't yep. it. Grab the other Telecaster. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's dope. But that's dope because... They, um, they did a whole fucking song. They were in there banging out drums. Fucking, by the time they left, you know, I was really feeling like a psycho because I'm like, Jesus, what am I doing to myself? I sat here all fucking day playing a hollow body and a Telecaster to get the one parts of this. And these boys are over here like dominating the whole world with the sickest shows ever yeah, yeah. they knock they knock out a fucking song in like what eight hours bro oh yeah everybody where greatness works in different ways but and i agree because yeah. stuff like that you know again like all right you know music is you know the guy you know like especially with heavy hardcore stuff and heavy you know you're creating you know you know a a, a feeling yeah, but that stuff is like a vibe so you got it's more it's a feeling and it's kind of it's not just on the inside, it's almost on the outside creates the vibe. Like I said, your tones do that with your guitar tones. It kind of goes with the songs. It goes with the whole feel of the band. That's why I was curious on the studio you used yeah. and all that because, you know, I'm always a guy, as I'm a bass player, but I was always a fantasy guitar guy. So I always would listen to guitar tones, who's playing what, what studio sounds like what. You know, that was yeah. always my like I always wish I was a guitar guy. I write everything on guitar, but I know one chord. But you know yeah. what I mean? But I was that, like that's me, dude. Like I I write all this stuff, but like I'm not the guitar guy. Like all my friends are better than me. Yeah. I'm just the guy that's like I can just see the whole picture. And yeah. like I listen to so many records and like go back through and I'm like I have to understand exactly how they made it, you know? Like watch every interview. I'm like what amp? What the fuck was Rob Flynn using? Oh, he's got like it's definitely like, like the whole thing. Like I just, I, I think everybody gets like that. You get too far in this game and you no, like you rip off the bands you love. They, everybody you doesn't do that. There's people that study the game and you can tell those are the people that um, are putting out quality. They're doing it and whatever you could tell because you have to study this game. There's a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of angles to this from exactly how we're going to sound like that. You know, how could we get, you know, movement like that from, uh, uh, behind the board, in front of the board, you know what I mean. There's a lot of angles yeah, to yeah. this. You do that from being around, and that's why it's. I'm. I'm in a. I know we both are in good spots, being seasoned and being older. And now, okay, you see all the moving parts. Now it ain't like yo. Let's just make some cool songs. It's like okay, do you want these cool songs to be heard? Okay, if we want them to be heard. Do are we gonna upload it? Where's it gonna get uploaded? Who are we gonna do that? Are we gonna play live? Are we gonna play live? If so, who's gonna be the best? You know. People don't understand. Yeah. They don't put it together. But yeah, you know, so you know that's the thing that's cool about it. Like, there's no wrong way to do a 
there's no right way to do a band, but there sure are a lot of wrong ways to do it. Yeah. And when you're one of the people that is like hit the dead ends and like done a bunch of stupid shit that didn't work out, like you always that next time you're like, oh, you're not going to get me this time, baby. Yeah. I learned yeah. from this mistake, you know. And and the, and the record. So when does the record? What's all the info on the record and all that? Any release dates? Are you still getting? Yeah, we're gonna do a. I think we're gonna do some shows in May. Um, we're going out to around Chicago for that Dark Lord Day, and we'll probably do some shows out there. And then um, we're doing a fest run. I think in August, like um, two three weeks, something like that. So the idea is to like maybe start dropping the singles. Maybe when gotcha. we go to. The, Europe. So I got a little time. I'm going to try and um, spend another couple months geeking out in the studio and get this shit unlocked. I'm tracking yeah. a lot of the vocals at my house, um, oh. which makes it nice because I can really take a lot of time and nitpick it to death, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So now you just basically, oh, so, but all the songs are done or, or. Yeah, everything's written and I'm just in the point of like I do it kind of weird. I make all the songs and then I kind of replace the sounds. Like I'll have my demo and then uh -huh. I'm like, now I want to get the real guitar. So now I've quad tracked all the rhythms and then gotcha. my homies come in and play the leads. But gotcha. yeah, kind of like um, reverse engineer a demo and, you know, layer on all the stuff. It takes a long time, but it's the only way I can do it where like the plane and everything is so tight and so perfect that yeah. it, like, I want my shit to sound like one of them big major label bands that spent, like, fucking a million dollars and spent Great. a year. You know Great. what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah, sure. yeah that's for the sure. type of shit I, like... And that's, and that's what it is. And it sounds great what you guys are doing. And I think that's what it sh that should be the goal. I asked kids, our goal was a little bit different, but at, the big picture is this. More people will not get to see us live and we would want them to have the best representation of the music that we bust our ass over. And also from the production people to every, you know, everybody, you know, like I want now I don't want to I won't put out nothing unless it's it's got to be, you know, yeah. what I think the best I could do with, with, with everything I got, because, you know, it's going to be that's going to live on after we're gone. So make sure that thing could hang for a bunch of years. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, like, you know, and, and you know, the deal. And that's great. You know, it's like got a studio hooked up that's you know yeah and you're right like the you can put out like i love records i love a ton of records that sound like shit honestly and like i bet you that like i've known people that like i talk about a record i love and they're like oh we hate that the recording we fucking the mixer ruined it it sucks i can't listen to it yeah. and in my head i'm like you're crazy dude that shit's a classic and so I try to keep that in mind as like psychotic as I get about this stuff. But also that's where it's like, it's only about me and my taste. And it's like, I know I have to try and hit it out of the park for me. Anything short is cutting corners. And I'm the type of person that I can't live with that. I may not like, I may not capture the performance because I can't physically do it, but I'll be damned if I didn't try, you know, 101 takes to get that motherfucker. You know, listen, what better way to end it? That's motherfucking spirit world shit. And just to say, I see eye to eye on a thousand percent with you, and I couldn't say it any better. And then I'm in the same boat and a thousand and everything you just said couldn't have be said any any better. And and it goes to show in the quality of what you do. That's why I'm a fan of the band. I root for you guys. I'm always watching. I'm, I want to hear the new shit. I'm waiting for the I got some new stuff. I'm gonna get you soon so you can check out too. I want you to peep out because yeah. I got you know, and um, what's the anybody? What's let everybody out there know the merch anywhere where they could get any merch or anything that you're doing that you want people to know where they could get it? Yeah, I mean, we got merch spiritworldprofit.com, but whatever, just jam the shit, go to shows, hang out with your friends, man. Like, we'll be to your town at some point, but start a band, don't listen Yo. to mine, like, do your own shit, like, yeah. you know, go be the new tsunami. Yeah, listen, definitely. Listen, I want to hear that new spirit. Well, I'm glad I got you on again. I'm really psyched on the new record. I want to hear some of the shit and whatever. I'm curious and tell all the fellas I said, what's up? And everybody out there, go get on that spirit world. Go Spotify them. Go get a Stetson. Go blast it. Go get that tsunami also. But then go blast the spirit world. Then go get the Folsom. Go get all that. Yeah. Listen.
Good to talk to you, brother, and hopefully to see you soon. And we will be playing soon somewhere. Hell yeah. Thank you, man. Great catching up. Everybody, yo, we out of here. Spirit World Smoking Word Podcast. We out of here. Peace.